Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome back, Bombshell, to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle, and today we are going to be talking about the amazing way that you can really create a recruiting and hiring vision and attract the right type of people to the culture that you want to create. I know we've talked about culture before, and we've tied it into the employee experience, but we are going to deeper dive today with the one and only Rebecca Barnes-Hogg who is the author of Yellow Principle, the ultimate hiring guide for small business. And of course, before we dive into that, you know, I love to do some shout outs and um, we are doing some shout outs for people who have left reviews for my book on Amazon. So today we're talking about Brooke. Miss Brooke says Amber is amazing. I listen to her podcast and truly feel inspired by her positive and supportive message. The book is a great read with even more of her priceless insight. Thank you, Brooke. That's wonderful that you say that. Um, and I appreciate the positive feedback. And of course, you know, I never read these because I am trying to like fluff my skirt. I'm reading them because when you leave feedback on the podcast, um, on the app, on Amazon, when you buy the book, that is encouraging other women like you to download the app, to listen to the podcast, to buy the book. And that peer-to-peer review is just super powerful. And I want to call you out and thank you for that. And so thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Of course, um, we want you to download the app. We are recording all these episodes pretty early. And so... And the app has probably been out for a while at, at the time of this, <clears throat> that this actually airs. So, you know, just quickly, the app is free. It is everything that you need at your fingertips. So if we say, you know, oh, you should go to this website in the actual podcast instead of going to my website, you know, typing in the URL or whatever, you can just go to the app, go to that episode and in the show notes right there, bam everything that you need. Of course, we've got a chat wall in there if you have questions about the episode and we'll get a little more organized around that as we, at at this particular moment, as I'm recording this episode, it is in the hands of Apple and in the hands of Google Play and they're, you know, going through the review process. So I can't really speak to in this episode, like, yeah, be here on Thursday and we're going to XYZ because I just can't I'm not a mind reader unfortunately as much as I would love to be and as much as my children sometimes think that I am I am not okay so let's dive right in and talk to Miss Rebecca she is the founder of Yellow Insights and she is the author of The Yellow Principle the ultimate hiring guide for small business her path to bombshell businesswoman started eight years ago when she broke free from corporate with a dream a cell phone and a laptop who can relate to that Rebecca built Yellow Insights in response to all the frustrated business owners who are wasting time money and their sanity hiring the wrong people she thrives on the hunt for purple unicorns aka ideal employees, and watching her clients become more efficient, effective, and profitable when they hire the right employees. Rebecca, welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Hey, Amber. I'm really excited that I'm back again and ready to share some more cool insights with your bombshells. Fantastic. What a time of year to be thinking about 
your whole hiring process. We're approaching the end of 2018. Everybody's thinking ahead to 2019. And you magically show up with all the answers, right? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about the answers, but I ask the right questions to get you thinking to come up with your own answers. Fantastic. Okay, so I am a mom and pop. Or maybe I'm a digital online business and maybe I have no employees or maybe I have a few employees, but I didn't really create any type of grand vision for it. And now I'm about to hire either my first employee or maybe I'm hiring that next employee that makes me take a step back and go like, okay, I really need to treat this with a little more intention than how I've been doing it thus far. Where do I even begin, Rebecca? Well, I think the first thing to think about is your dream and your vision. What was your intention when you started your business? And I'll give you a little insight into what prompted me to start my own. You mentioned in my bio, I was you know, an escapee from corporate America. So as I started my own business, I thought about the things in corporate that just made me crazy. And I didn't want those in my own business. So I made lists. I'm a list maker. In fact, people walk into my office. I have post-its everywhere. I have little note paper all over the place with a gazillion lists. And, and from those lists, there's just the simple act of writing something on a piece of paper helps fire those neurons in your brain and get them moving and it sparks your creativity and it makes you think and they and those ideas feed off of each other so the first thing i do is just sit down and just start writing about everything that makes you crazy and i know that's a weird place to start but when you think about what makes you crazy your mind will look for that when you hire so you know what you don't want And you can avoid getting it. What's something that you see typically? So something I see typically is people will tell me, you know, I don't want people who create drama in the workplace. Yeah. Right. We all say that. But drama in your workplace, Amber, is going to look a little different than drama in my workplace because we're different people. We have different backgrounds. We have different experiences. And so what I might consider drama, you might be saying, it's no big deal. I don't really care about that. So you might want, you know, your definition of drama might be the person who comes in every day with a new complaint, whether it's the traffic on the way to work or their kid is sick again, or it could be anything. And, and think about how that impacts the rest of the team that you're building, as well as yourself your customers, and really drill down deeply into what those words mean. And that's where those little pieces of paper come in handy. Take and, you know, just put a couple phrases on each post-it. And then, you know, you can consolidate them. You can move them around into things that, no, I absolutely can't live without this, or I, I need this out of my life entirely. And, and it makes it really easy to kind of mix and match things and distill down those qualities that you don't want, which is what we started with, so that you can translate them into the opposite of that, which is what you do want. Okay. This is something that I do with my branding clients. And, and I always tell them, like, I, we're just, 
we're just going to get going and then I'm going to ask you questions and I'm going to offer solutions, but I need you to shoot me down if you don't love it. Like if you don't love it and, and you know, I don't, this is not the time to be like not hurt Amber's feelings because Amber has a bajillion ideas and I'm just tossing them out there with no emotional commitment to them. But when something rubs you wrong, then we're on to something. If you don't love it, if there's something like, ah, that doesn't work. And then we start finding out, okay, well, why doesn't that work? We can get to what will work for you a lot faster. So I kind of believe in the start with the negative to get to the positive because I think people have a hard time articulating what it is they ultimately want. They know what they don't want. And that helps lead them to what they actually, you know, are seeking. That is exactly it. Yeah. Love it. Okay, so now that we've sat, we've sat down, pen to paper, and you know I believe in that. That is magic. Pen to paper, you're writing down the things that drive you nuts that you never want to see in your workplace. Once you get that done, you start saying, okay, well, if I don't want these things, I would rather have this list of things. And where do we go from there? Yeah, so once you know what you don't want and what you do want, that really helps you figure out where are you going to find these people? So, you know, where are the people that have all those qualities that you want? Where's the likeliest place to find them? And I know the last time we chatted on the podcast, we talked about, you know, hiring servers from restaurants and that sort of thing. So having this in your back pocket, so to speak, gives you a lens where you can view your daily interactions with people and start building the relationships with them now in advance of when you want to hire. So your, you know, your your qualities and things like that that you want and you don't want are really the foundations of your company culture. And I love the book Tony Shea wrote from Zappos about how he intentionally built built that culture. So I really recommend um, people put that on their reading list if they haven't read it already, because it really talks. Yeah, he really talks about what he hated about being in corporate and how he wanted to make his company different and how he wanted employees to treat his customers. And in the you know small business world, how you treat customers and how your staff treats customers really matters. So this foundational thinking, you know, you, you can't you can't skip it because it gives you that basis to move forward. And when you have that already done, it, it makes the rest of what you're doing a little easier because you've got that lens, you're looking through it. And as you think about your hiring plan, which is really kind of that culture stretched out into a long-term vision, you're going to hire your first employee and that's going to feel like having a baby. You know, yeah. You're going to give birth to this person, right? Yes. And you are really literally turning over your baby to somebody you don't know. So think about as a parent, the first time you trusted your child with someone you didn't know. Yeah. Right. And you probably got recommendations and references and you asked them a lot of questions. So this kind of sounds like interviewing and hiring. So the, the stakes are high with your baby. They're even higher 
I believe, and in a certain way with your business, because your financial security may be dependent upon it. There could be a lot of legal liabilities involved with hiring the wrong people, all those kinds of things. So you, you have to wrap all of this up. And it's a big topic, this vision. But it really is something that deserves a lot of time and thought. And, and people, you know, and I think we've probably said this even together on, on the podcast. It's just like people hire a warm body to fill a position. And that's, that's kind of scary because that warm body has a mind and a soul and life experiences and expectations and their own dreams and aspirations and their own values and their own way that they go about doing business and treating people. And if those don't mesh with how you envision your, employees and your customers being treated you are in you're going to be in a world of hurt I mean a world of hurt I'm not even talking about productivity I'm talking about protecting your brand so these are critical steps what do people need to do from here what's the next thing yeah so when when you have that culture you kind of have your vision you want to plan out how you're going to hire and in the yellow principle When I wrote the book, I realized that a lot of my clients, when they came to me to hire employees, weren't financially ready. Like they didn't understand everything that went went into and was involved in getting that first employee on board. Like a lot of them forgot about the taxes involved, the payroll taxes, the employer portion of the social security and, and all of that kind of stuff. So you might think, oh, I'm going to bring someone in and, you know, I might be paying them 15 or 20 bucks an hour. I can afford that. There are a lot of costs behind the scenes and you need to consider that and, and factor that in and look at how you're going to be able to manage all of that because, you know, the IRS doesn't have much of a sense of humor and they're not really caring (laughs) and, you know, kind to people. Like if you don't pay those taxes, mm, not good, not good at all. So you, you want to make sure that you know all of these things. You want to make sure that the legal considerations that you might have to consider in terms of any kind of workers' comp insurance that you might have to start carrying. You might want to think about, and I see this over and over again, a lot of small business owners don't get business insurance. So you might want to think of, you know, now it's not just me anymore. You know, somebody I'm paying to run part of my business could make a mistake. So errors and emissions insurance is something important. So you probably want to, at a minimum, consult a financial advisor, an accountant, somebody along those lines, maybe get an attorney um, that you can ask questions of to make sure that you're not uh, going down a wrong path by doing something you want to do. Um, how you pay people can get you in trouble. A lot of times people think, oh, I'll just call them a salaried employee so I don't have to pay overtime. Yep. Well, there are legal considerations around that. So you want to make sure that you're not violating any of the federal or state employment laws either. And then... You know, you also, I see this is one of my foundational principles is people aren't really clear about what they need this person to do. Now, I'll give you a quick example of, of, of that that's, that's kind of funny in a way. When I first 
started dating my husband, we thought we were great communicators. Like I could say, you know, hey, you know, would you take the trash out for me? And he would just do it because when I said that, I wanted him to take the trash out right now. Well, in his mind, take the trash out meant when he had time to do it or when it was convenient for him and it was not in sync with what I wanted. So it's funny right now when I think about it, like, you know, we were literally fighting over the trash. But when you have an employee, you need to think like that. Because what you say may mean something totally different to that employee. So having real clarity around what that person is going to do, when they're going to do it, how they're going to do it, what tools are they going to use, what resources are they going to need, all of those kinds of decisions should be made before you hire the employee. And then that eliminates all of those misfires and the miscommunication and the anger, the frustration, or ultimately having to terminate that employee later on because, you know, even though you thought you were clear, you really maybe weren't as clear as you could have been. Yeah. So how do you, how do you practice that? If that, like, let's just say you've never led anybody before, or, you know, maybe you've never led anybody before. You've never had children. Like you are, you're as green as it gets in inspiring other people to work. <laughs> <laughs> I think even if you've done that before, every time you bring a new person on board, that's someone different. I think you kind of have to, in a way, re relearn that a little bit every time you bring a, a person into your, your circle or into your business. So, the, the thing to do is I always, and again, it goes back to my, you know, anal retentive OCD kind of um, mindset here is I start by writing something down. So I will say, for example, you want to hire an administrative assistant, a virtual assistant, something like that. And you want them to manage your calendar. So what does that really mean? you think manage the calendar should be pretty simple, right? Well, do you want this person doing your professional and your business calendar? Are they doing client appointments only? So you need to drill down even further. So manage the calendar for client appointments. Now, how are they going to do that? They're going to probably need to look at your calendar first to make sure that you don't have any personal appointments, uh, time blocked off for school functions for your kids, holidays, things like that. Um, Those kinds of things need to go into it. So you'll need to think about how do you communicate that to the person who's going to manage your calendar? How are you going to tell them that? What Are you going to give them access to your personal calendar? What kind of access will that be? Will they need full access? Will they only be able to look at certain blocks of time as they're blocked out? They can't see why. They just know they're not available. Or do you want them to have more insight into your schedule and know that that's a doctor's appointment or that's a kid's school function or those kinds of things? So this can go like into like really, really small granular details But the the more detailed you are, then the easier it is for the person you're bringing into your company to understand where their role and responsibility begins and ends because you've, you've made that really, really clear. Now, what about if you have, okay, so you've created this culture, 
you've created a plan for how you're going to hire. You've talked to everybody that you need to talk to. You've mapped out, can, am I financially in a position to take this person on? You've gotten a very clear job description. You've gone at a, at a granule level of how you are going to communicate your expectations and also communicate if those expectations are not met. Well, let's throw in a curveball here. What if I'm the business owner, but between me and the actual frontline employees, and by frontline, I mean the people who are dealing with customers, there's a manager. How do I handle that situation? That's where you'd want the manager to do what I just did. Okay. So that manager would do that and review it with you. And one of the things, even if it's just you, Give to somebody else. So if you don't have employees now and you're hiring your first one, find somebody who's already been there within your circle, your business network. I'm a big believer in creating communities of support. And so I'm a member of a number of different coaching programs, mastermind groups, informal networking groups. So when I'm in uncharted territory, which is what this is, I'll go out to a couple of those groups and I'll say, can I get, you know, a 15 minute sanity check or a five minute sanity check? Like, here's what I'm doing. Can you, can you take a look at it? And then I ask them questions. Does it make sense to you? Is there some place in this that maybe confused you? Are there terms that I've used that you don't know what they mean? So you ask these questions that then help them say, yeah, you know, here, when you say, you know, to X, Y, Z, I don't have a clue what that means. Now, sometimes that might mean because they're in a different industry and it's an industry term that someone who is in that industry would know right away. So that's an easy fix. You tell them what that is and then they can come back and say, oh, okay, yeah, that makes perfect sense or it doesn't. So having those people in your community, whether it's a formal group or an informal group or a coach, those are really helpful relationships to build. And I just had a client recently who was hiring, well, she was on her fourth employee and two of them I had helped her hire. And she said, you know, I want to have my coach also interview my employees before I make a final decision. Is that okay? And of course it is, because the more people you have with different perspectives, the more that you're able to see, because we each have a lens that we use to view our lives. And that's all formed by our past or experience. And we tend to focus on the things that we want to see. And so that can make us sometimes miss things that we need to see. So having someone else who you trust and in that inner circle that you've built to support your business is a great way to manage this whole process so that you, you, you know you're not missing something. Yeah. And I feel like we come back to this like on, in every interview on every episode. And I say this over and over again. I say it from the stage. You cannot do this alone. You cannot do everything by yourself. And having that strong support network, even if it's just one trusted person, like even if you don't have a ton of friends or a ton of colleagues, my encouragement to you, of course, I'm a relationship person, but Rebecca's an introvert. 
And she's a relationship person too. Like she's got all kinds of amazing people in her life. So whether you're extroverted or introverted or you're gregarious or you're a little more reserved, you can still build relationships with people that are meaningful and amazing and importantly will help you shorten your learning curve and look at things through a new lens or perspective, as Rebecca said. I mean, I just, I know we say that over and over again, but I I just got to reinforce that sage advice that you gave. I don't know how sage it is, but, you know, I think we all go through this point where we think, you know, we're, you know, smart, powerful women, we can do this. We, we tend to put that, you know, superwoman, Wonder Woman cape on and feel like we're, you know, we have to do it on our own. And I think as women, sometimes the worst mistake we make is that, like, we don't have to do it on our own and it's okay to ask for help. So whether that help is to hire someone who's an expert in recruiting like me or just go to your informal network or a coaching program you're in, it doesn't have to be something that's going to cost you a ton of money, you know, but build those relationships and, and, and make sure they're give and take because it happens a lot of times where you get into these groups and it's like, they're the the people who just suck all the information from everybody else, but they never return that. So don't be that person, be the person who also helps and gives shares freely of your insights. And a lot of times people will say to me, Rebecca, you give away way too much for free, but you know, in the end, you know, I'm helping people and, and that, that gives me more than any money I might be paid. Now, getting paid is important, so I don't give everything away for free all the time. But giving that advice freely to other business owners who have, who I've walked that path already, and I know I can help them with just like one or two minutes of, you know, asking them a question that gets them thinking in the right way, is to me going to pay back later on. Because those people are going to remember how helpful I was and they're going to refer me and they're going to be there for me if I need them. And it's just so important to do that and, and, and do the same. I get on a soapbox about this, but I just have to say it right now and then we can get back to our regularly scheduled program here. Is, <laughs> you know, do the same with the candidates that you interview because they're going to remember how you treat them and they're going to tell people about that. So. Practice that, you know, treating people gently and kindly, even if someone shows up to your interview, you know, drunk or high or, you know, wearing, you know, a clown suit or whatever it might be. Always be nice. Just be nice. Yeah, be nice. They they clearly have their own problems and you adding to it is, is not, I mean, who does that serve? I ask that question all the time. Who is this serving? And if you can be kind to them and make it clear that they're not going to be hired, but, you know, be kind and get them on out of your business. That's that's an impression of your brand as much as anything. Um, we are never too good or too much on a pedestal to ever have an excuse to to not be kind to people. And so I think that's a good place to wrap this up. Be kind, be kind to your employees, expect your employees to be kind, have a kind work environment. That's like baseline, great place to start. And if you want to dig deeper, you need to go to yoloinsights.com and then click on the yellow principle. 
you could immediately order the Yellow Principle book, which is, it's amazing. I mean, I read it on the be- beach. There's so much good content in there. There's a, it'll guide you through the process and you can get a free sample. If you go to yellowinsights.com and then click on, um, on the navigation menu, click on the Yellow Principle. She has a free sample if you want to check it out before you buy it. And then also you might consider if, if, if all of this is overwhelming to you, the, the beauty of giving away free content all the time is that at the end of the day, people who are still overwhelmed and they're still too busy, they still need you. So um, showing everybody how much you know is is a great tool to let people figure out, you know, that you're the, the go-to person. So, Rebecca, thank you once again for being on the Bombshell Business Podcast. You always bring such value to the show. Well, thanks, Amber. I appreciate it. And I'll tell you what, because I love your bombshell so much, if they buy the book in hard copy, I will throw in for free the digital copy. So they can just email me, Rebecca at yellowinsights.com with their purchase thing from either Amazon or if you order directly from the website, then I'll have your information. I can just shoot you off the electronic version. So I'm happy to do that for people. And also I have on my website an appointment scheduler where you can do a free insight session with me where I'm I'm not going to sell you anything. I'm just going to give you some really quick focused laser coaching, asking those questions to get you headed in the right direction. So I, I really feel strongly about giving back to people and helping them get to a point in their business where they're successful. Okay. If you are thinking about hiring and you don't take Rebecca up on this offer, like, I don't know how to help you. But because you're bombshells, I know that you will actually do this. I know, Rebecca, anytime I say, hey, you know, come to this for free or, or you know, hop on the phone with me for 30 minutes, like my bombshells. They're so responsive because they're hungry and they're, they're doers. So be a doer, go to her website, fill out the quick form, make an appointment and see if you can get some good pointers on getting the right team so that your brand is protected. That's, that's a no brainer. Thanks so much, Rebecca. I appreciate you always and bombshells. We will see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Bombshell Business Podcast. Visit AmberHurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out thebombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses.